Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I love this country for many reasons, including because it's so diverse in its weather, among other things. I happen to be near the ocean, where it's currently 62 degrees. Ty Dunn, the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Save Football, which is available now, an excellent NFL writer, insider, podcaster, is probably somewhere in a home surrounded by eight feet of snow. Good morning, Mr. Dunn. Good morning. I tell you what, you're not far off. It was uh, it was a war zone here in, in western New York when it comes to this weather. Just un, unbelievable. I mean, I think a lot of families, a lot of folks had it, had it worse than us, but we definitely were uh, out there with the snowblower, you know, multiple times and taking a hairdryer to the snowblower to melt the ice that would lot, get lodged in there and shut it down you know, every time that you tried to swipe. So it was a, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. I can relate. I had to wear a, a, a sweater yesterday to the, to the, to the uh, Chargers Chiefs game. And it was hard. Hey, what I've been telling everybody, though, yes, we have awful <laughs> weather here in Buffalo, New York, but we also get to pay really high taxes. So we have that going for us, too, in New York State. So it's good. all working. Ty, let me ask you a question. Now, I don't mean eight feet of snow or five feet of snow, but I got into a huge debate with, with Tom DeCelestino, the executive producer. I think that more games should be played in snow. I, I, I'm all about including Super Bowls, which is not my question. Diesel thinks that no game should ever be played in any snow. He thinks snow is never football weather. Where are you on the spectrum of what constitutes football weather? Oh, hell, like you said, I, I wrote the, the blood and guts. I, I think you know my answer. It's got to be in the elements, any elements, all of it. That's football. That's what makes yeah. football different than any other sport is you have to deal with whatever the weather is, rain, sleet, snow, heat. I mean, my God, Kellen Winslow is, you know, staggering around and it looks like he's going to die on a football field out of there in the Orange Bowl. I mean, that's an iconic football moment in the heat. I, I just – I was kind of selfishly uh, disappointed that the snow was so bad here in Western New York that they had no choice but to you know get get the hell out of Dodge and, and play in a different stadium because you're right it, it would have been a lot of fun if the snow could have been timed up with Sunday and it wouldn't have been bad enough to just force them to go elsewhere. Ty Dunn, who's a real man, uh, Tom here on uh, here on the show. Ty, I was at that Chiefs game last night, and it's just amazing how easy it is to just expect. Patrick Mahomes to do Patrick Mahomes things and Travis Kelsey to be a huge part of that three touchdowns again yesterday and afterwards Mahomes said nonchalantly that Kelsey's the best tight end in the history of the game which struck me maybe the first time is if not accurate at least a worthy topic you're the expert you wrote a great book on tight ends 
Is Travis Kelsey worthy of conversation for being the best tight end in the history of the sport? I mean, he's got to be in the conversation. I, it's all about eras, and that, that's what makes it so difficult is I don't think you can just look at raw numbers because, I mean, Mike Duck, Mike Dicka, John Mackey, I mean, they created the position a, a long time ago. I mean, there, there was no such thing as a tight end before they busted onto the scene, and they're not necessarily going to put up you know, three touchdowns a game. Um, you know, I, I really think it's Rob Gronkowski because he did everything. I mean, this is a dude that just pillaged everything in his path, and it was it was fun, it was electric, it was violent. I, I think he preserved just um, authenticity and personality in the sport too. I mean, to do what he did in, in in Patriot Land, right, with Bill Belichick, where we we all think like he's sucking life out of the sport itself and. Here's Rob Gronkowski just living like there's no tomorrow, partying like there's no tomorrow. He, he is the one who really did save the sport at a critical time when the flags and the, and, and the fines are flying and they're trying to soften the product. And, and we couldn't get enough of the Rob Gronkowski uh, you know, car crashes every week. Um, I, I'd give it to him. But Kelsey's, Kelsey's dang good. I still really like George Kittle because, yeah, it, you're not going to get the numbers that you get out of a Travis Kelsey and Kittle. But then you look at the box score and you see that, the 49ers ran for 250 yards. Well, Kittle's a huge part of that, too. I mean, what, what they do schematically with him to just unleash Kittle as a blocker on, on anybody. All, all 11 players are susceptible to get crushed by George Kittle. I really do feel like that should count for a lot more than it does. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, uh, full disclosure, I'm going to give you my perspective. You don't have to, of course, agree with it. But this is not a safe space for Kirk Cousins supporters, necessarily. I, I, I may occasionally be, um, I would describe it as accurately unkind. Uh, what is your evaluation of, of Kirk Cousins? And I mean the likelihood he can lead the Vikings to the kind of success that their record before last night indicated was possible. Where do you come down on Kirk Cousins, the closing quarterback, the late-season quarterback, after yesterday's game? It's weird. I, I, I want to give every team one week to stink, right? Every team is going to have a clunker. Now, that was really bad. That was really, really bad. I don't think anybody saw 40-3 to three at home coming from this team and this quarterback. So, you know, maybe I'm being too soft, but I still really like Kevin O'Connell, the Minnesota Vikings, how they shifted away from a tyrannical regime to this one that gets the absolute best out of one out of 53. They genuinely are happy to go to work. They're not scared of their own shadow in the secondary and getting reamed out you know, in the meeting room on Monday morning. I mean, I, I've talked to these guys. They, they, they were afraid to play off instincts. They were, they were afraid to just trust what they believe and make a play. They're, they're not like that anymore with Kevin O'Connell. I, I think that means something. And, yeah, the DVOA and all the metrics tell you that this Vikings team is, is average. But I think culturally, like the older you get, I'm 35 now, I think the older you get, the more you realize, yeah, culture does kind of matter. It does. If it's done right, it matters. I, I think that they did change the culture for all the right reasons in Minnesota, um, and I'll, I'll give him a pass on, the, on this one week. But, hey, I, I could be dead wrong. I still think you can win with Kirk Cousins, with this offense, with this coach, with the weapons they have around him. I mean, Justin Jefferson might be the best player in the, in the sport, the best non-quarterback anyways. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, speaking of giving teams a pass here and there, right, it's a very, 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 very historically rare teams go undefeated. Do you have the Bills and the Chiefs as in a class to themselves? I, I did up until a couple weeks ago. I, I'm i a little concerned. Now, they got back on track. They ran the ball well, and 
know, they, they were able to take care of business um, at Ford Field against Cleveland. But, you know, I, I think that Josh Allen, these last three weeks before, it, it, it was strange. I mean, we saw the sort of mistakes that we just haven't seen out of him since his rookie year, just throwing it right to the other team, um, you know, fumbling the quarter, the quarterback center exchange, just costing his team the game late in games. It's, I, I still think he's got to kind of work through that funk and, now, the first half was a little choppy against the Browns, so let's see how he does against better opponents. And But more than that, I think that Cincinnati and Miami are two teams that are going to get hot or are hot at the right time. I mean, Miami's offense is just – when it's rolling and Mike McDaniel's calling the game and, and two is accurate and he's hitting guys in stride, and now they have a, a running game with Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert like, – they're unstoppable. I mean, I really think that they can just run through, throw through anything. I mean, it's like an NBA jam game. It's it's unbelievable what Miami's doing offensively. And then Cincinnati, I mean, Joe Burrow is one of the more cerebral quarterbacks in the entire NFL. I mean, at the line of scrimmage, the way he sees the game and knows how all 11 defenders play off of each other. You saw it against Pittsburgh. No Jamar Chase, no Joe Mixon when he gets hurt. And he's still throws for an insane amount of yards, four touchdowns, you know, decodes and dissects and just dismantles your defense. Um, I I love Cincinnati. I think they're going to heat up exactly as they did last year because they have a a, a thinking quarterback. Yeah, he does all the other stuff. He's athletic. He's got a big arm. But I I think that he's next level with how he reads the defense. Ty Dunn, where would you put the Ravens in your your pecking order in in the NFL? Man, it's, 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 it's tough because, they, yeah, they won, right? They, the defense is what it is. They, they've got studs. They've got, they got the turnovers when they needed it. Just something's missing on offense. And it's, I feel like you can catch up with a team like the Ravens because we've seen it catch up to the Ravens where they get in the playoffs and you do need to just take your layups in the passing game. You, you, it's hard to win three, four games in a row that time of the year against really smart defensive coordinators, really good defenses, just with, with, with athleticism. And I love Lamar Jackson. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy, but I, I feel like they're going to get to that point. And if, if I were to have to take Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow, I would take Burrow because of the accuracy and just knowing who you have to hit, when you have to hit that receiver, and stringing along these, these 10, 11, 12, 13 play drives. Because, I mean, look how defenses are playing everybody in the NFL. A lot of you know, two deep looks, um, exotic quarter quarter coverages blended with cover two coverages. It's there's a reason we're not seeing as many big plays across the entire NFL. Give me that quarterback who can still fit a tight throw into a tight space on third and long over, you know, something that we we all love Lamar Jackson as as an athlete, but just it comes up short in January. Ty Dunn, our friend here on the show, the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Save Football. Ty, as you get older, I'm 44. You mentioned earlier as you get older, you sort of learn life lessons. And one of them I've seen from experience is it's hard to know whether you should appreciate what you have or whether there's something better down the way. And I'm thinking of a couple buddies who really thought that their wives were holding them back and, and decided to, to, to make a change and, and have become like the guy right who doesn't have direct TV. Remember those commercials? And I'm wondering in that context, if that applies to Russell Wilson, if he's just missing that organization, if he's just physically a different player, if everything's going to be fine. Do you have any guess? Can you make sense for all of us what in the world is going on with, with, with Russ? I think he's old and, you know, 
teetering. I mean, he, he's he's a close to being washed quarterback, and if he's not washed already, this isn't this just isn't the same guy. I mean, he's he's up there in age, and he's a quarterback that relied on that improvisation and mobility and athleticism and creating um, outside the confines of an offense. And you know, Seattle man, they caught a lot of flack for not letting him cook all those years, right, and throwing to undrafted receivers, but he was able to just kind of freestyle and freelance and it, it worked late in games where now he's not as quick. He's older in a different offense with an overwhelmed head coach. I mean, that's objectively, we can say that this has been awful for Nathaniel Hackett. And I think we're all going to be surprised if he survives the season there. It's you add it all up and you, you see what you see. It's an offense that is so hard to watch on your eyeballs. I mean, it's, it's just brutal. I, I was watching that game last night. It, you know, you had to step away and, you know, bust out the <laughs> snowblower, even if you didn't need to snowblow at that at that point, because it was it was bad. It's hard to watch Denver's offense, and that's been the case all season. So I, I don't really see how they get out of this. I mean, they're stuck with him with that terrible contract. Um, and good on Seattle. I mean, Seattle did what Green Bay should have done. You see the same stuff out of Aaron Rodgers. And Seattle had the guts that Green Bay did not have to trade your franchise quarterback for a haul. They, they should have. Ty, Don, last one for you. I um, I like Dan Campbell. I found him amusing. I, I love bite their kneecaps off. I liked him. Ah, that's my bite kneecaps off sound. But sort of quietly, I mean, they, um, they're, not, they're not winning any Super Bowls this year, but they play hard for that guy. They, they've improved. Do you think, let's say on a two-year timeline, do you see a reason to believe that maybe Detroit can be a, a competitive football team under this coach going forward? I tell you, they've, they've been competitive for a while now. I know they're 4-6, and six, but they lost a lot of the close games early in the season. And I thought that Dan Campbell really hit it on the head when, you know, yeah, after this last win, which is his most impressive win as the head coach, to, to go into New Jersey and just, you know, beat up the New York Giants that have been playing so well. Um, I, I think that he put it perfectly in saying that hey, this is the same Lions team that shows up day in and day out regardless of outcome. And it's another one of those culture things that sounds cliche. It sounds like something we hear everybody talk about, but that means something. If you can really get your players to work hard and to have energy and to be excited to go to work when you're suffering these demoralizing losses that they've, that they've suffered, right? I mean, they got a close loss to Seattle, close loss to Philadelphia, Minnesota. They've had some more brutal losses after a whole season full of them in 2021. I, I think that Dan Campbell's right. I mean, this is the same team, and, and they, they still approach it the same way, and they took a gamble. I mean, I think they had the first or second youngest team in the NFL into this year, and when you do that and you don't have veterans, um, it can backfire. It did. Their defense is just historically bad at times, but you do have a, a blank canvas. You, you can create a culture really from scratch and really get guys to buy into what you're trying to build. That, that's what they've done. They've got to get a quarterback eventually, right? I mean, I don't think we, we think Jared Goff's going to be there for a decade, but I think around that position, their offensive line just takes names and, and kicks off. They, they've got an operation that I, I know they're nine-point underdogs to the Bills. I wouldn't be surprised if they won on Thanksgiving Day. I really wouldn't. I love that. Ty Dunn is the author 
of the blood and guts, how tight ends save football. Now, this is holiday shopping week, getting ready for the Christmas holiday. If you've got a, a loved one who loves football, loves great writing, if, like me, you have a friend who's a great person but needs to get their man card in order by understanding what toughness is about, uh, this is the book. Lots of ways that this applies, <clears throat> Tom. The blood and guts, how tight ends save football. Ty, as always, buddy, love having you on the show, man. Have a great holiday week, and best of luck digging yourself out from that blizzard in your neck of the woods. <laughs> you got it, brother. Thanks so much for the book, love, and, and greatly appreciate everybody out there uh, adding blood and guts to the library. It was, it was so much fun, such a passion project, and, and grat- I'm so glad that everybody's loving it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 